I just wanted to share a tip that's helped me form a response to questions from those that are genuinely seeking answers. And let me give you a real life example. The very first question on the very first evangelistic course I did, I invited the room to ask any questions at the end. And a person asked, what about dinosaurs? The first question, what about dinosaurs? That was it. The session, by the way, was on Jesus's death and resurrection, nothing to do with dinosaurs. Now, someone afterwards said that person was just being daft. She can't have been serious. But I said, no, actually, I think it was a genuine question. I could tell she wasn't trying to trip me up in any way. What she's saying is, look, what do I do with this piece of the jigsaw? And it's our job to help them place that piece within it. But here's the thing. Very often we stamp a piece as biblical and we try to force it back into their secular jigsaw or their foreign god jigsaw. This is a mistake that I've made and I've seen it countless times. Now, first of all, we must understand that they're coming from a different worldview than our own. They have a different jigsaw. Now, often when someone asks a question, they're focusing in on a specific topic and it's tempting to meet them at that microscopic level. But before you know it, your guard is up. It can spiral into this mini argument. and It doesn't really help anyone, especially those listening on. So here's what we can do. Zoom way back out. Questions are almost always zoomed in. We have to zoom right back from street view to God universe view. We have to show them that to answer the question, we're coming from a different perspective. We're looking at it from a different angle, from a biblical worldview. And this is why I think it's so important that as Christians who have been charged by Peter to always be prepared to give an answer, know that a foundation of being prepared is to understand the biblical worldview. We need to understand the biblical framework, the pillars of history. Now, even among Christians, there are varying worldviews and frameworks, but at least understand your own. We need to grasp the story of the Bible from start to finish. And I don't mean every little detail, but the pivotal moments of history, creation, the fall, corruption, the flood, what happened at Babel, Abraham and the covenants, Isaac, Jacob, the 12 tribes, the first coming, the cross, the resurrection, the church age, the second coming, and the restored earth to come. And when you have that story map laid out at the back of your mind, you take a question like, what about dinosaurs? And you zoom out, tell them if you like, let's zoom out for a moment, and then form your answer from a biblical worldview. God created the universe in six days and it was on the sixth day of creation that he created all the land animals and then the first people Adam and Eve. This was before they had sinned and so lions were not trying to kill them and the same goes for dinosaurs. Sure we've all seen Jurassic Park but in the beginning it wasn't like that at all. There was harmony among God's creatures. That's why when God finished creating, he looked, and as Genesis says, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. It also means that dinosaurs didn't live many millions of years before man, but rather lived alongside man. Then you could turn to Job chapter 40 with its description of a dinosaur, or explain some of the scientific reasoning from ancient accounts and artifacts to dinosaur red blood cells that have been found. 
after the fall sin brought about death, fear was later instilled in animals. And of course, if you're hunting for food, a big target to hit like a dinosaur that will feed the village for a month is a likely option. So it's no surprise they are extinct like many other animals. And then you can move on from there. Having that story map or that mind map can give you a real confidence. Not that you're able to answer every question flawlessly, but that you know where you stand and you can invite them to stand with you and ask, what do you think looking at it from this point of view? So zoom out, then locate roughly which part of the story map they're referring to and go from there. You may be asked, for example, where do the Jewish people fit into the Christian picture? So you zoom out, you locate the pillar of the story of Abraham, or you may wish to give them a quick run through from creation down to Abraham, including the promised seed, the Messiah, God's plan to restore the earth and how he'll use this people group. Um, If you're asked about suffering, you zoom out, locate the fall of man just after creation, even the fall of Satan and his followers, and then you position it from there. If you're asked about the trustworthiness of the Bible, don't panic and go straight to evidence to support you. Zoom out. Before you locate any section of the story, explain who God is, his omniscience, his omnipotence, his ways of dealing with mankind, and then slowly zoom in by explaining the inspired scriptures were written down by 40 plus authors over a 1600 year period, all with the same theme, etc. But the point is you are removing presuppositions of their own worldview, showing them the topic from a biblical worldview, and then slowly zooming in to form new conclusions. By doing this, they may not agree with your worldview, but if you form your response well, they're likely to agree that from your worldview, it looks reasonable to conclude as you are. Equally, I understand when someone says they don't believe in a god, that they think dinosaurs lived millions of years before man. I don't agree that their worldview is correct, but I understand how they have formed that conclusion from the way that they are looking at it. Does that make sense? Now, once you're aware that it is not a battle over evidence, we all have the same evidence. It's a battle of worldviews and how you view the evidence or subject. So I hope this was helpful in some way. Learn the biblical framework, zoom out, explain the position you are viewing it from, and then slowly move in to form a response. Remember, you're not necessarily trying to convince them of one thing. You're challenging their worldview and trying to persuade them to consider the biblical one. Every question is an opportunity to help shift and shape worldviews. See you soon.